What's up, Astro T Podcast? You already know who it is. It's your girl, Supernova Jazz, and I have been gone for a little while, but I feel like experiencing life and taking breaks from the podcast is super necessary. That way, when I come back to the podcast, I come back with quality. I come back with what I have been experiencing, and we are definitely going to be talking about a lot of tea especially astro tea because your girl's been going through a lot of shifts out here and i'm sure you guys are i'm here with planet emoja also known as nat she is a vegan chef yoga instructor and just a wellness coach and guide honestly Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me, Jazz. I'm excited to be on this podcast with you today and, um, you know, just getting to know more about this astrology life and um, becoming, using that, using that as a tool. It really is a tool. Astrology, honestly, is a reference of awareness. And once you're aware, the good, the bad, the ugly, you can maneuver better better absolutely and that's the thing like some people look at astrology and they see it like this hocus bogus and i'm like but it's just like anything else you can have more quality in life if you just kind of like learn the basics of things you know Mm -hmm. even with like eating better like you're gonna have a better quality if you just eat a little bit better you know it doesn't mean you have to be perfect or you have to know everything about astrology it's just to have like some direction yeah some intention so yeah it's definitely important i feel like Mm -hmm. Um, I when I developed like an understanding that how important it was is when I learned that there was an observatory in the vice president's office of the White House. Did you know that? What do you mean? In the in the White House, the vice president's room has an observatory where he can see all the stars. Oh wow! So like they need to know. I didn't know that. They need to know those things, and so if the government is utilizing astrology when they're deciding to do certain like serious matters on public. You know, oh yeah the moon, the moon orbits around those kind of things it's like when you have to realize like okay if they're using our indigenous like knowledge we need to tap the fuck in yeah <laughs> like we're tripping and it's ancient it's so ancient it's so deeper than co-star it's so deeper than your sun moon rising it's deeper than all your planets you have houses aspects it's just it's incredible and honestly just to update astro t um the astro t listeners what I'm now teaching courses, one-on-one courses, nice. or I might start doing them group courses depending on who wants to reach out to me and to teach you how to read your chart, teach you how to read other people's chart because I love reading charts for people, but I finally feel like I'm in the space, especially my North Node is in Sagittarius, to teach, mm. to teach, to take this knowledge and to show other people how to use it, utilize it for themselves. But um, I'm so excited for this podcast, guys, because I could not just not do a podcast for the new year. And if you're like, but Jasmine, it's fucking April. I'm, I know it's April. I know this, guys. <laughs> I know I can be a little goofy. I know it's April, but it's actually the real new year, esoterically, energetically. It's Mother Earth's new year. It's spring. And... I just find it so mind-boggling that we have our new year in winter. Mm, mm. It's such a mindfuck because new is new. Yes. It's rebirth. It's, it's yeah. It's fertility. It's bringing life into this world, which 
is amazing and I want this podcast to be as blooming as new as different as it can be from the other podcasts in its own way so if you're a new listener welcome thank you if you're a returning listener welcome thank you and yeah so today (laughs) we are going to be talking about abandonment and how that really lies within the stars of what's going on right now. We were going to talk about something totally different. We were. We were going to talk about something completely different. We were going to talk about censorship. But then I was looking at you, and I was like, I don't think that's it for us. <laughs> okay. Because we were bonding and talking about our vulnerability and our wounds mm. and our relationships. So... If that's what's naturally coming up for us, why am I going to be like, let's talk about censorship? Like, I'll get there. Trust me, we're going to talk about it. I get that. (laughs) But today, the heart, especially with Aries, Aries is the first house. Aries represents self. But on the opposite end, because that's how houses do, Aries is the first house. On the opposite end is the seventh house. Mm. So we're always balancing what's reflected mm-hmm. back. And the seventh house is the other, the, the other person, the partner, marriage, mm. intimate relationship. It can be marriage. It can be your most intimate best friend. It can be your business partners. It can be your bestest clients. These are people you know, just you and them personally. And how can we really, <laughs> how can we really tap into having a relationship with someone else? If we don't have that within ourselves. Truth. Truth. And so that brings me back to something that I've been thinking about lately. Like, so, you know, we have like physical pain, right? And that's like the body's way of telling us like something's off. Like you need to tune in, check in with me. I'm telling you like a Mm. sensory, like it's the first, yeah, it's the first signal is the body. Yeah. And so I'm thinking also now like with this harmony, right? And like our relationships or in certain things that were once working and then they're not, it's also like inner intelligence in the external coming out as something uncomfortable in a different context to kind of wake you up because you need to be disrupted to be like, hey, you're not you're not aligning in this way right now. Divine intervention. Divine intervention. Yeah. Yeah. Divine intervention. Divine intervention shows up in so many ways. But mm-hmm. um, let's go back to the stars. I want to talk about the energies of this Aries new moon. And this is so special because I was like, wait, let's do a podcast when the sun moves into Aries, because that's spring. And that was the market. That was literally the market day. And it didn't happen. And I didn't do the podcast. I didn't it not like record or something. Oh my goodness. We were going to record the seminar podcast. That's yeah. right. It didn't record. But even separately, I was going to do a podcast oh, on my own. Okay, okay, got it. But actually with this new moon, it's like we got the sun. The sun came in. It signaled spring is here. But the moon is now officially lining with the sun. Mm, okay. So it's like, okay, for real this time. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> you know what? That that's funny. That's exactly how it feels. Yeah. Yeah. Because it gave you two weeks. It. it gave you like a week to okay. Wow, this year ended. Twenty twenty was a fucking shit show. <laughs> and I'm so glad you're saying this because like a part of me feels like man, I already started off on the wrong foot. No. <laughs> Oh my goodness, no. And I was telling people this at the market 
uh, guys, I do a market every month. I have an agency, a collective of beautiful healers, and because my life path is an Aquarius, so okay. my life path is to hold space for a lot of people. Mm. And I was telling people that no wonder you feel these lingering energies of last year until March, April, True. because it's technically still last year yeah that's so that's it's technically still last year with the stars so and that makes sense because before i even knew about astrology i would january 1st i get my ass in the gym Mm. and it would feel so forced yeah 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 and, and what you're saying resonates hard with me because when spring was coming i was like all right start getting more liquidified more fasting like more fruits more sun wake up earlier i've been waking up late still Mm. and i've been like doing just what i feel and now i'm like okay that makes sense it resonates with what you're saying well yeah because we just just left pisces and pisces is the hidden yeah pisces is subconscious pisces is rest Mm, pisces is your dream world pisces can also uh, confuse you and add confusion (laughs) <laughs> so that's why we started this year like huh wait what is wait, it really what, in a year? one more week one more week <laughs> yeah but the new moon is here and the weeks are over man I'm, yeah it's go time it's but go time. i'm so excited because girl i mean the abandonment i don't want to say issues because it's not an issue the abandonment reflections have been coming up till that last midget before the sun went into Aries. Mm. It is just like purge, 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 purge. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm feeling good. New Year's coming up. Especially when you're an astrologer, it's so crazy. You see what's coming mm. and, you're re- and you're reading the energies collectively and you're reading your chart too. But then source universe goes boom, one more. You're like, well, wait, no. I thought I was ready. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I totally get that, though. Oh, man. So, just so much purging for me as far as um, people leaving my life unexpectedly in a way Mm. to where I did a lot of shadow work. And I'm so glad I did it when I knew my intuition told me to do it around September, right before Scorpio season. Because okay. I was like, well, shadow work season's coming, so I'm going to start before. And abandonment was coming up. Abandonment, abandonment, abandonment with my father. Um, emotional abandonment growing up. I mean, abandonment with my one toxic ex. We all have that one toxic ex. Yeah. That really, really, really destroyed us, but we needed it. Yeah. Because if we didn't get that one toxic ex, we probably would have... It, it, it's inevitable yeah not to- i don't want to say toxic ex like everyone has it but it could be the, your intimate partner or it could be a friendship could be a somebody friendship. somebody comes in that you grow so intimate with that rocks your world and then it just like brings out your shadow yeah yeah um truth man so what happened with me was i dated this guy he was a virgo i dated him years ago uh, I think I was 19. We were together four years, so 19 to 23. And how it ended was he was just started turning on. He just started 
getting hooked on drugs and stealing from me. And I would come home from serving, waiting tables, and I would have money in my little book, my little serving book. And, of course, I would go outside, smoke some weed, and I would come back, look at my book. And I worked on the beach, girl. I didn't work at no little restaurant next door. I had to go drive to the beach, pay for parking. No, Fort Lauderdale. Okay, but okay. still, it's a mission to get to the beach, no, regardless. I, yeah, I worked on the beach for a little bit. Busing doubles. I was going to dental school at this time. I don't know how I had all that energy. My goodness, I, really I was in it. the matrix, guys. I was in that matrix, but I was still making it work for me. I always optimistic, but anyways, this ex totally mind fucked me in a way to where I knew I had to leave sooner than what I did. Mm. Like, why the hell was I putting up with that for four years? Mm, mm. It was like three and a half. I was telling him and myself, if you don't get it together by four years, if I don't get engaged by four years, being together five years, the situation we were in, if it wasn't going to take the next step, then it was going to be over. It was three and a half years. I was like, okay, the way, the rate this is going, um, not. I don't think I'm going to wait till four years. So... But at that time, my father was also, um, him not being in my family was a major role as well. So I was clinging onto this relationship because he needed me. I was pushing him through school, everything. I was- Your boyfriend. Uh, it was my boyfriend. Okay. So I was doing this with my boyfriend, but in the so- same token, my father was abandoning my family. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. I wasn't really giving that much, um, the pain that was coming from that was valid, of course. If, you're, if someone in your family, especially a parent, is not coming back, or they're abandoning you, or they're giving you empty promises, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. But I guess I wanted to be so strong because my mom was there, and I'm the oldest child, okay. so unknowingly, I took that father role mm. un- subconsciously. So what does the father do subconsciously when something's going wrong? Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's good. So I was trying to be also that caring, getting that nurture and care from my boyfriend who was emotionally unavailable, mentally Mm. checked out in his own wounds. And it was just so triggering because I remember being like, why can't you just cheat on me? Why can't you just cheat? Why couldn't you just be normal and cheating on me? Why did you have to go to drugs? Uh, I got that. What was I'm so great here. I'm like forgiving you nonstop. I'm I'm teaching you the way. I'm holding you're living in my family's home. So dumb. Like like oh, you would never. You would never call me dead doing that for a guy. I wouldn't even go on a date with a guy if he's not doing certain things. We we go through things though, you know. Yeah. Definitely. And I think through those experiences we learn things. I mean, yeah. I was just telling Seifu, uh, my partner, that I don't mean to sound like mean when I say this. It sounds pretty more like like dark, but it's like I know that I couldn't have like a conversation with my exes anymore. Like I've grown so much. Like I would never put up with any of that. Even a conversation would interest me. Girl, so the story don't end. Okay. <laughs> so we break up. Years go by. His friend telling me he's in jail. I'm like, oh figures i already told him that was the route he was going Mm. i told him i even told him if you got locked up when we were together we would break up because i wasn't going to go through that because that had a lot to do with my relation with my dad Mm. 
Yeah. My dad had went to jail for a really long time, and when it came to him coming out, he didn't come to me and my family. He went to a whole other family. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh. So it was like I was attracting that. I was attracting yeah. a, a, a guy that wanted that life mm-hmm. on a very deep, deep, deep level that now I understand. It, but I'm actually still understanding. So... He goes to jail. I've here for the grapevine. He's in jail. I'm still getting mail from mm-hmm. like people he owes money to, whatever. The Virgo full moon comes. Y'all remember that Virgo full moon, guys? A couple months ago. <laughs> I remember. It the was Virgo during the Pisces season. Yeah, it was pretty intense. He's a Virgo. Okay. He, he hits me up on the Virgo full moon. Texts me. Hey, Jazz. It's Taylor. Mind you, the name Taylor is very like anybody i just talked to a female taylor i just gave her my number so i'm like oh hey what's up mama what's going on and talked to this man and forever four years wow mama this is he man i am no he goes man i am him Ah. i'm like ah i'm like screaming he's calling me i'm like let me pick up the phone Cause I'm so I'm so over it that this is actually great. I need closure. Yeah, I got you. In some type of, and it's a Virgo full moon girl. True. He's a Virgo full moon is releasing. Mm. So, anyways, even getting on the phone with him it doesn't matter what the conversation was. It, it mind you, he once he didn't say like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I loved you so much." He was calling me to pretty much reiterate that he needs me now because he's on work release. <laughs> and you know nobody's calling him and nobody so he needs someone to leech on so you mean you want to do the same cycle that you were <coughs> that i was that i that you had me in that's that's not that's yeah. funny but i needed that I to need, be able to choose to not fall back into that because girl i my mind was yo-yoing it in a way not to getting Ooh. back with him but to being his friend and entertaining it. Ooh, and if, if for one day I dead ass was yo-yoing it, to I, I had a conversation, I think with Kavan, because we both know astrology, and there was something coming up with squares and challenges. And I'm like, I think this is my square and challenge that's coming up for me personally. And he was like, but how would that be a square or challenge? That's easy. That's a dub. Like That's an easy decision. No. I feel and you, but for like, some people, it's not that I... easy. But he was reassuring to me, like that it is, and you've to do, done and so much. I feel so that. much growth. I that, that. I, even on the phone, my ex, I was like, uh, "I'm a healer now. I'm an astrologer. I do X, Y, Z." Because when I knew him, I was just going to school to be a dentist. I was in the Matrix. Yo, you're, you're, yeah. That that resonates a lot with me and someone that I used to date too. Like that, it's like we're not even the same person anymore. Yeah, it's, that it's, I it's, like what Kavan said. It's easy, but there was a part of you that still wasn't settled in that ease. That was still kind of low key attached. Yeah. To that subconscious belief that you yeah. kind of deserved that or thought you needed exactly. That. But that was the abandonment coming up. Yeah. It was the abandonment because if I didn't, if why was my mind going there to begin with? One, because when he came to my mind, I literally, my father came to my mind, mm. and I was like, okay, maybe this is another chance. Like, something about the abandonment was coming up. Mm. Thank God I snapped out of it because I'm sure it's not easy for some people. I mean, come on, I was going through it for four years. I honestly, technically, should have left him. Maybe six months in the relationship. Facts. 
But once you get used to something, it becomes habitual. So because you think it's your worth, because you think it's love, you think it's your worth, you think it's like divine and it's on purpose and it's like no baby it's oh not and you have to, to fight hard. for love yeah it's not meant to be that hard movies taught us that we need to be fighting and breaking yeah. dishes and that's yeah. and passion oh my god it's passion it's love no <laughs> it's toxic <laughs> it's toxic and, and we low-key who are sometimes indulging in toxic behavior because we grew up in toxic households we find comfort in that though like no in a real level yeah and it's hard to kind of step out of that because even when things are good your mind is so used to finding something wrong that it will create some fuck shit out of nothing and i guess with abandonment too and and this lies with anyone who has been abandoned by whoever in their life it's like i think what's part of that game is being told one thing and the action not lying up. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, I think subconsciously I wanted to be like, okay, well, is the action going to line up this time? And it becomes a drug. Like, okay, let me see if he's really about it this time. Yeah. And it's like, but no. So I thought that was so interesting. I passed with flying colors because <laughs> yes. honestly, y'all, after that, I booked a trip to D.C., I met a cool guy over there. We built a really cool friendship. Um, And it was great. Like, I'm literally, I probably get to say I'm learning people for who who they are versus, like, for what I want them to be. Yeah, that was something that I had a hard time with, too. Like, just looking at people for who they were. I had this, like, once I got to know somebody, I looked at them for their potential and, like, who they could be and would push them to be that as opposed to just what's that face value what's coming up yeah yeah and just like take that and then i would always get disappointed because they weren't meeting that potential that i was creating in my head and i was like that's not fair you're not like accepting people no and it's not fair for you to try to be so far ahead of yourself yeah yeah that means you're not here you're not now and it's 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 another form of self-sabotage yeah yeah because why wouldn't you not want to be right here right now? Most of us don't. Because you're, it's, it ties into abandonment. Let me go find that. Let me go mm-hmm. search for that. Oh, they're leaving. I think they call it like action, anxious attachment style. I wanted to start, I wanted to go over that <laughs> actually because I think you were telling me how you have become like so unattached. To things, yeah, that also has a lot to do with my Aquarius and my chart. True, she is an Aquarius sun moon, guys. Yeah, so I'm very very detached already. But then I think in order for me to kind of get gain more balance, I have to be even more detached Mm. to things instead of um, allowing myself to get wrapped into things emotionally. Like I could definitely say, like I was. I felt comfortability in being sad. Like, if I wasn't sad, it was like, why aren't you feeling sad? Go listen to something sad. That's so funny. That keeps coming up. Yeah, that keeps coming up, too, because I keep joking around people. Whatever, sad boy. Whatever, sad girl. But, like, some of us... But I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. Sometimes you don't know how attached you are to a feeling. Yeah. A feeling. Not a person. A feeling. And I remember going to high school with one girl that just loved 
loved, loved, loved so much to where she would just like dip out on her friends, do whatever. It wasn't the point of what she did to us, but it was the fact that I could just see it in her that it wasn't the ever the person, it was the feeling mm. that she craved. Yeah. That we all crave. Yeah. We all crave love. Definitely. Effortlessly, too. Like, something comforting, not something unfamiliar. Yeah. Yeah, most of it. Sometimes, it's like what we were saying earlier, like, nostalgic. It could, you just look for those nostalgic feelings to kind of validate, I think, those inner parts of us that aren't healed. Yeah. Yeah. To fulfill that. Yeah. Oh, my God, I was just seeing if the jiggle of this, but I haven't heard music in a while. <laughs> Whatever, it's so funny. We're recording in one room, and um, Seifu and Kavan are recording in another room. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly, like, what I hope for, is, like, to just have a space for, like, different areas to create stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This just yeah. coincidentally is how it is right now. It's so funny, because anybody in Tribe, it's the same. Yeah. Everybody shares the same uh, motive, which is to share space with for others and i love that because that really is this age of aquarius shift that we're moving into we're definitely trying to be here for the collective and what's so beautiful about this energy too is that we all i know you guys know each other a lot but it's the energy of meeting someone understanding the familiar familiar i I have a difficult time (laughs) saying this word too familiarity yeah you got it familiarity and just recognizing what feels familiar and just feeling okay cool you're one of us you're welcome yeah 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 definitely um definitely felt a lot of resonance with people in tribe for that reason i guess that's what what tribe is when you could just resonate with someone very like okay you speak my language Alright guys, so we have a special guest. Special guest appearance. <laughs> by Alana, indigenous, Virgo queen, just came in. She's like, wait, I have abandonment industry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've experienced it. I can speak on it. Yeah. Well, let me just tell everybody who you are. Alana is a space holder, healer, herbalist. She goes just all the earthly things honestly so definitely hit her up i'm gonna have everybody's handles attached so and we're actually doing a bruja retreat next may may 26th to the 28th may 28th to the 31st may 28th to the 31st in ocala florida the deadline to be deposited is First, it is a all brujas women's retreat. So if you're a man listening to this, I'm so sorry. Sorry. Soon come. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, Alana, how do you how do you wanna flow into here? What what came up to where you're like, I got something to say. Okay, so I'm not sure what you guys were speaking about um prior because I literally just walked in, but um. I guess you guys are speaking about abandonment issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that. <laughs> okay. Going. Go ahead. Um, well, abandonment issues. Something that I had to recently deal with is someone that was very close to me um, ended up passing away, and it was unexpected. So I definitely had to go through like those feelings of abandonment and. Mm. 
um, and the attachment also. That's big because death is such a natural part of life. Yeah. So I didn't even think that abandonment could show up when it comes to losing someone physically like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was actually someone that I was like um, sharing a more intimate relationship with. And since it was like very unexpected and it hits a different way from like losing your grandma that's like older that you know mm. like you're gonna experience passing. Yeah. So I think when when it's like unnecessary and you didn't expect it, it feels like abandonment. So especially, um, I mean, was the person like sick or anything? It was just like an accident. Um, they were sick, but. I did not think that they were gonna pass away, you know. As, yeah. Wow. It wasn't like that bad of a sickness. Um. Or was it pretty bad? When, when you think about what the sickness was, I see how you can pass away from it. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Given space, given space for DMX, who yeah. just passed away. Um, a famous astrologer, Nicola, just passed away a few days ago. And um, with this Aries energy, because we were talking about this Aries new moon and how it really symbolizes the real start to spring. Like the sun comes mm-hmm. in, yes, it gives it that highlight. But when the moon, because any new moon is right next to the sun. That's so why it's called would that new. be called a lunar new year? Is that what that's called? Uh, no, it's just like the new year, mm-hmm. solar new year. Because okay. the sun is moving into Aries. But when the moon comes in, which moon represents the subconscious, which usually isn't seen, but it's right next to the sun, it's the official start. So um, even with this attention of this podcast, guys, as we're speaking and flowing, if you can find your own ways of setting new tensions to transmute your aggression, because Aries represents aggression and passion and, um, you know, abandonment shows up for me and I get mad. I get really mad when it comes up in frustration. Uh, I get sad too, but I've noticed with me, a lot of things manifest in anger. Mm. I think it really depends on the situation too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Sure. But um, what about you, Nat? So, especially yeah. as a mother too, if any, if you can maybe tap into any of our parent issues. listeners. <laughs> Parents. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how abandonment issues have been coming up for me lately. Um, I definitely feel like I went into like shadow work and became very aware of my abandonment issues maybe like three or four years ago. Um, but there's definitely always like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like when I think back on certain things, um, what I do notice is a pattern like in my relationships and where it roots from is I was like four. I was four, and my father (laughs) would lie to me about going out to drink. He would tell me he was going to go close the windows in the car, but he would really, like, just tell me that so that I would go to sleep when he went downstairs, and he would just go out. So I caught on, and I was, like, close the windows At four years old? Yeah. (laughs) It was crazy. I remember catching on, and I was like, I'm going to close the windows for Daddy so he doesn't have to leave tonight, because I started making a correlation Mm. that when Daddy leaves, Mommy gets mad. My quarter on mine like this. So then, um, that night I was like, you don't gotta go downstairs. I already closed the door. The windows for you. 
you wanted to do what you wanted to do, and I was a child. And my dad was just a person. Yeah. His patience was getting tested. And um, every relationship that I've been in, I noticed that I was, I like, when I'm, before I even like get deep, I'm already looking for a problem. Like, mm. how it was with my dad. Like, I'm already looking, like, let me see what you guys It seems like you're a problem solver. Like, you're trying to solve the problem before it yeah. becomes a problem. So, like, I have to, like, create the problem. Mm. And, and that's, I feel like I read a lot of things about Aquarius, and, like, that's something I've seen a lot in the sign, is that we guard ourselves so much from getting hurt that we, like, create the problem so we can be like, whoa, that's not going to hurt, because I already knew that was going to happen. Like that. Yeah, so it's very great. So so bad. And I feel like it comes from abandonment issues because you're trying to avoid feeling those feelings and like that. Like Aquarius that's why Aquarius loves a ghost before they get ghosted. Yeah. Um the Aquarius are not I've ex- yeah, I've seen that. Cause they really? don't want yeah. they're like I knew well they were gonna leave me anyways. Yeah. Like, so let me leave first. <laughs> Yeah, wow. I'm yeah. glad you could <laughs> shed yeah. some light on that. It's crazy. Yeah, so I've seen that pattern in me, and like I've even seen how I could do it even in my friendships, like with other women. Yes, my, yes. My best friend and I, you told me you and your friend recently thought we were friends. My, my other best friend, we're best friends from like the first grade until wow. I was probably like 20. It's a long time. 20 mm-hmm. something. We broke up already once when I was like 18, 17 after I had my daughter. I guess it was just a lot for her, and I didn't think yeah. about it until I got older. Like, it was probably a lot for her to, like, deal with her best friend of so long is now having a baby. Like, that's a huge transition to kind of, like, deal with when you got your own problems. Yeah. But we, we reconnected after, like, three years, and then she just up and, like, left again, which only, like, made me feel like, dang, like, I got abandoned twice by the same person. Yeah, and it took you three years to, like, really be, okay, cool, moved yeah, on. like... Yeah, and I was the one that was persistent on continuing the connection. Like, oh, really? Yeah, like, I, if it, I don't know if she would have came around, but I was the one that was, like, so anti-Aquarius, right? Because, like, we know yeah. usually those people, but I was like, why did you stop talking to me? Like, trying to figure it out. Like, mm. I guess when we're really loyal to people, though, we're, like, super in it. Because you're Cancer 7th house. Mm-hmm. So if you're Capricorn rising, 1st house, which is that Aries energy self, the dynamic of now is self and how it's seen within the other, within the partner, within the, the people we are like, okay, this person's gotta be me. This is clearly reflection. And sometimes yeah. we love that our reflection so much and these people are like, yes. And then we're like, wait, no, they're the old person. Yeah. No. Yeah. So yeah. for you, your partner's in cancer. Yeah. So it's very connected, like, Two very, mothers, like you feel like you guys are mothering each other in a way. Almost, yeah. yeah. I mean, I like to nurture my partner. Nurture is like a better word. To nurture me, yeah. Nurture facts. is a better word. Facts. So, yeah, my abandonment issues I noticed were not just in my intimate relationships, but even just in my like same sex friendships, like just girlfriends. A lot them. for me. A lot for me because I love, I love my friends. Yeah. I love my friends so much because I guess I'm older and it's just my brother who's three years younger than me. So we're close, we're cool, but it's it, that's it. It's just me and him. So boy and a girl, that dynamic's a little different versus like some friends I know that grow up with sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And sometimes me and my mom are too much like sisters to where I mm. craved an actual sister friendship because my dad wasn't around. So I'm over here fulfilling the father figure. She's also my mother, but then it's also feeling like she's my partner. <laughs> then it's also feeling like she's my sister. So yeah. with the female friendships, it's just like... It's hard. It's harder than like abandonment from dating. Absolutely, yeah. that's exactly how I feel. I feel like every girl that I try to get close with, I will create a narrative that I have to like protect myself from this person because they're not this person. Like mm. to to protect myself from getting too attached, to get disappointed, or to get hurt. Do you think it comes back to that friendship too? Yeah, definitely. Because you seem like as you were talking about you were more like heart space open like let's continue no I love yeah, you yeah I was I still I, there are days where I feel like a dummy like how you were saying yo-yoing yeah and I feel like if she were to call me I would be like hey because mm. that's my best friend yeah like, that love is real like, it, it feels like pa- it feels like past life you know when you feel like you've known someone in the past life yeah, yeah. so long to where oh you're bringing up these abandonment issues within me but I need to see this I need to see this yeah. and these are usually people that when you rekindle with them it's like you pick up where you left off yeah and that can make it seem like even more like oh this is familiar this is meant to be and yeah. it can it can tap in it can, it can filter your reality because then yeah. you get caught up in how it felt back then but the reality is this person hasn't been talking to you like this yeah. person abandoned you. So don't get mad if it happens again. And I, think, uh, I just yeah. feel like... If don't we, build the expectation. Yeah, like you don't you fulfill this fantasy in your mind. Yeah. I just feel like if we all learn to love each other through even difficult conversations, we wouldn't need to abandon each other. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, when you're like, okay, bye, gotta go. You can't sit through five minutes of, hey, this is how you made me feel. Hey, this is how you made me feel. Yeah. Okay, cool. That, no. that also goes back to like what I was saying like detachment with abandonment and you just have to like really learn how to detach from people because you view like that person as a part of your life so now already subconsciously in your mind you're already creating expectations mm-hmm. and who they are yeah. and all of that so and we are and the only thing that really is constant is change so some days we yeah. can wake up one day and change but um yeah and giving each other grace and space to if it is a difficult situation and we do react a certain way we are human and sometimes especially me like with this Aries energy in my 12th house sometimes I am impulsive so if you are like triggering me I'm not gonna drag you but I'm gonna be like this isn't fair like I'm not going to always be zen. Yeah. In my higher self. I have an Aries moon. Like, it definitely takes me, like, a while because I'm very patient until I get to that, like, point. But I know when I get to that point, it's, like, very real and I have Mm -hmm. to express it. And it's probably, like, a really... You have, like, probably a a short point. Like, once you're there... Yeah. Because it took me a a lot to even get there. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of women... Because we don't feel heard. Like, yeah, like, we'll stay, we'll stay in things, relationships, friendships, whatever it is, just work. Yeah. We'll just deal with it because, like, 
we give it our all and then we're like okay mm-hmm. once I checked out don't check out I just so I what I would love for especially women and the abandonment that happens within friendships if we can give <laughs> as much patience and chances to our female friends as we do with men women would be a lot nicer to each other we would be solid these are facts I have cousins that like they don't they don't get in the same room because of some shit that happened when they were 18 with some guy I'm like why aren't you guys mad at the guy why are y'all mad at each other like why would you even let that happen why would yeah like I don't know yeah you're right about I guess also what I'm saying too it's like why would you be mad at your friend over something so stupid and so emotional and so whatever yeah but get back with the same guy that keeps disrespecting That's exactly you. what I'm saying. That's exactly <laughs> like, what, I'm saying. what? Come on, guys. I mean, women or whatever, even vice versa. Yeah, people People are definitely, like, reflections of who you are, too. And some people, I feel like, with the attachment, and sometimes you do need to let go of people, it could become hard because it's challenging that within you also. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially when it's sudden... Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, okay. Sometimes you can prepare, you know, when, when things are about to leave. Sometimes you feel the abandonment coming when it's coming. Yeah. yeah. And, you, you, know? and you fight it. And or you fight it. And you give you, the, or, the benefit of the doubt. And, or you yeah. attach, like you say, like you give super unattached because it's just a way for you to, you know, protect yourself. Yeah. Or sometimes things happen suddenly, like you say, like, with, you know, death and ascendance to the next yeah. life or sometimes we wake up and people are like, you know, I love you, but I'm no longer in love with you. And or that has, that has been like a lesson that I went through also, like having someone like pass away close to me suddenly, it put that like perspective in my mind. Like you don't know what's going to happen. Like change is so constant mm-hmm. and it has always been like important for me for like all my relationships to like end on a good note like I don't I don't like feeling like somebody doesn't (laughs) like me like why like let's because we were close at one point so Mm -hmm. I don't like feeling like that tension yeah yeah and I'm trying to get there (laughs) y'all I mean I'm just I guess where I'm trying to get to in the parting when things need to part is the, like, it gets so frustrated because I love that person so much and I didn't want them to leave. Yeah, mm. it's hard to honor. It's easier to say and it's hard to honor because yeah. I, I do a good job at showing face to the people I love, especially like, like Kristen saying, Kristen's my daughter, so it's a totally different relationship than say. And I always tell my daughter like, I want you to be whoever you are. Like I don't pressure her to follow my beliefs or who I am. Like. I, even if like no I don't ever want anyone to stop her like not even myself and I'll have mm-hmm. these conversations with her and to just be open but that's easier to say than like it be done granted I haven't had too much of a problem with her she's been a pretty good kid to be completely genuinely honest and then like to say that to my partner is is also difficult too because it's like well what if one day your partner really wants to honor that and like that happens you have to honor it too mm-hmm. so it's easier to say Luckily, I haven't had to cross that road yet. Um, maybe I never will, you know, but I definitely like to put that on the forefront with anyone that I love. Like, I may make it difficult when you tell me the truth, but, like, I want you to tell me the truth and I want to honor it. You know, yeah. even though 
If someone is not being truthful, then you're just in an illusion mm. that's yeah. unnecessary. Yeah, and you're keeping it told me, you know? Yeah. Like, and you're keeping us out. You're keeping each other away from whatever tribe they need to actually be with or whatever mm. partner they actually need to be. My mom always told me that. She said, whenever you need to break up with someone, you need to do it. Especially mm. if you actually like them or have care about mm. them because you're keeping them away from who they who they actually need to be with. Mm. that's true mm-hmm. it's just so it's so like important and I don't know a lot of us stay in situations that are uncomfortable and that we shouldn't like what we were saying mm-hmm. earlier and um, that women take longer to check out of things mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I feel like we can say that because we're women but I realize men go through abandonment a lot this oh, is yeah. why they abandon families that's why a lot of because men have been abandoned a lot because they're just expected to know who men oh he's a man meanwhile that man probably that little boy didn't even have a father or they were probably estranged Mm -hmm. so um it's so funny i want to ask you too especially especially since you're a mother because like i realize my mom has abandonment issues with me of course, it ref- it comes from like her and her relationship with her mom and whoever like her past partners were, but it was showing the funniest ways. And I know you're like a lot more chill because my mom's an aqu- um my mom's a Sag, okay, Scorpio moon, so it's like a lot. So I will never forget. I was fourteen, freshman in high school. I was going to be a senior three years later, so I was had a little while to leave the house. Little did you know, little did she know I was never going to go off to a university, so I don't know why she did this, but um, she went out with my aunts, and she just started crying Aww. and saying, like, mm-hmm. she's going to leave me, and I, I, feel like, I feel like that's very normal at that age for a mom to start like that. Cause oh, I'll... she did it now, too. <laughs> she did it not too long ago, because I was like, I'm going to move, I'm gonna... I was, like, thinking of, like, Oh. moving to DC mm. at one point and she would just be like why do you want to do that like you could be like helping me out here and paying yeah. rent here why would you pay it's, like, you're tr- it's true <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> however I still gotta go live my life you yeah. know can I just live my life like, yeah. yeah that'll be okay but she thinks I'm like leaving it is abandonment it's clear that it's abandonment yeah. issue coming yeah. up for her but yeah. does that Pop up for you as a mom. Um, so way. it's kind of funny. I Krista, since she was like six, she's been into like aliens and like um, watching Men in Black and stuff. Such a star seed. Yeah, and <laughs> she would. And I one time asked her, I was like, Krista, so if some UFOs came down and abducted, you would go with them? She's like, I probably would. And I was like, Oh my gosh! So I feel like <laughs> I feel like very young. I had to like prepare myself as a mother that my daughter is a sad. I will leave you. Uh, yeah, I, I will go to whole another galaxy without you. Yeah. Oh my like, god! I was just like, what did you tell me? And I'm just like, dang, that was like. She told you this one. 
She was like six or seven. Oh man. Oh my. She already knew. So she already knew. <laughs> she might have. She, she might have a higher calling. And I was like, so if the CIA, because this is when she was like learning what the CIA was, and I think I was telling her, asking her like. At six know, years old. At seven. Oh my god. I just yeah. found out what the CIA. She was watching like Men in Black and mm. Alien stuff, like Science and things like that. Probably like seven, eight. I can't even remember, but it was around that time, and I remember that was the first time I had to like do like think about it. neighborhood block. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like now the streets like that. I was, I was out there I was out on the bus. I was on the metro rail. I was oh, out, wow. you know, I wasn't on the internet. But I feel like the internet could be a little bit more tricky and dangerous. And oh, really yeah. And more influential. And, um, yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that in another podcast. The yeah, censorship so. and, the, and the warfare that's shifted to online, honestly. And it's going to get worse. Yeah. And, it's going to get worse. And like definitely with youth is suffering from a lot of just people just posting shit. Yeah, and it's very confusing. Of like people dying and you know, mm-hmm. oh, it's a lot. It's very confusing. It's very overwhelming. It brings in a lot of like just unnecessary things. But I feel like that we went through that. I'm sure your generation went through that. Yeah. It's just like every generation I feel like has goes up, cons, goes up a notch. Yeah. <laughs> like if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, now it's like I kind of feel like Crystal would go, but she's probably not gonna go for long. If you want me to do it, like yeah, we're really attached. I had a good time. We did a mom daughter trip, like you're about to do with your mom. Yes, I'm about to go to Phoenix. Definitely do that. Like we did. I'm so happy. I honestly, intuitively feel like this is my last time, like having this trip with her before I do like something big, like leave the house or move Mm. or something. I know is coming. To where we just did this out of nowhere. We just planned this trip, and I know that spirit saying this is guided. Yeah. Do this. Oh, it'd be a beautiful trip. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Your mom too for it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Your mom's like you gotta let it go. Yeah, yeah. I gotta let go. And my mom too. Yeah, of course yeah. it's there too. I'm not concerned. Oh. I'm attached. Yeah. I love my I, I did that. <laughs> your mom did how you're saying your mom cried. I did that once in the garage to say. But she's a sag, so she'll throw. It's too much. It's like, bro, it's getting embarrassing. <laughs> Calm down, you know? But, um, wow, we've been talking for a minute now. But before we close the podcast, it's been amazing. I want to kind of maybe think of two tips we can give someone who is going through that, like, like I'm going through abandonment or I'm about to spiral or I'm about to 
do something like revert backwards and call my ex and mm. because that's also part of the process yeah. is sitting and feeling the abandonment and okay what do you do now mm. so um for me breathing that was, that was definitely like <laughs> reading but with like one heart on the heart one hand on the heart one hand on the stomach tell myself i'm safe yes. i am loved mm-hmm. i'm supported things that you're grateful for oh yeah all the things you already have no, anything that's for me mm-hmm. won't miss me and honestly when I do this whoever is not because I'm I've gone through anxious attachment style which is the attachment style of why aren't they being attentive to me why aren't they calling me why aren't mm-hmm. they looking at myself why aren't they liking myself to if it's for me it's not gonna miss me Absolutely. yeah and you don't want to be pouring into like something that's not going to refill you anyways and that's it go, kind of goes back to that situation where I said I went to DC and I, I mean, I've never done that I felt like I gave my ex the Virgo ex that came back uh-huh. and then I came down we had we, we, we had a great time got to know each other and then I came back down and it's that fear like okay guys he's going to text me is he going to follow up and well, we chatted texted and I didn't feel that way for once in my life because I was like this was a great person this was a great connection if it doesn't continue in that fantasy of where I think it's gonna go mm-hmm. it doesn't have to end to where I make up some situation to where I feel like I need to hate them yeah mm-hmm. it doesn't have to always be off on like you, like you don't always have to burn the bridge just because nine times out of ten that bridge is gonna come back in whatever mm-hmm. way it's supposed to be or however it was supposed to be yeah but um I'll shake to that Gotta love some people from a distance. Yeah. 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 We just gotta, like, trust when our body's communicating with us. Like, you know when someone's not good for you. Like, when you leave them, you energetically Mm -hmm. feel drained. Like, really tap into your emotional body, I think, is another good tip. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I think it's a fact that the heart, like, your intuition, your emotional intelligence, um you know like three seconds before something actually happens mm. Mm. yeah mm. yeah so you have to just be as present as you can but when you're not you know there are other things that we could use like breathing um mm-hmm. that would bring us back to that presence bring or, us back to now because yeah. i feel like anytime i'm having a thug like spiral because abandonment's coming up it's because i'm not here i'm not present mm-hmm. so when i come back into my body nine times out of ten whatever the hell i was freaking out about that person hits me up or I get an answer or whatever question I was like dying for mm-hmm. literally in a couple minutes to a couple hours yeah. and then at the beginning I was beating myself about it because I was like see you're stupid you do too much see you're and then I was like no you're transmuting yeah and as soon as I started being like okay good job you did good the time of spiraling and having that fit would close the gap yeah. close and then next thing you know it the abandonment fizzles out yeah it, it's almost like it burns out like a fire pretty much you know it just needed to be burned out mm-hmm. and just like go to the new space to be moved into that space for sure it's, it's yeah. a lot i think there's a lot that comes from abandonment issues like so many other things stem from it like trust issues um, self-esteem issues you know like the understanding of separation yeah because mm-hmm. if you think you're being abandoned abandoned 
<laughs> abandoned. Abandoned. <laughs> then you feel like something is not here. It's not yeah. in your physical yes. reach. Yes. Exactly. Well, separation is an illusion. Exactly. That's what we were going earlier about the lack mindset. I was um, talking to, to this say earlier, like, we were just talking about it too, like saying how we have the emotional body, right? So, like, our mm-hmm. body will feel like sickness. And that's our I body's that. way of saying, like, hey, you gotta like pay attention to me, but sometimes it will also create like disturbance in a relationship or disturbance in something in the house. Something breaks in the house, and that's like something external that's or trying work. to wake you up or work mm-hmm. that's trying to be like, hey, like come back to me. Like yeah. something's off. That's why mm-hmm. you're feeling like something bad is happening to you. That's why you're feeling like someone's abandoning you. Nothing's happening to you. Everything is for you. And why is it that we want something that when someone is back? Right. <laughs> it, it definitely comes from like a lack too that might be like like a root chakra like issue or unbalance because another really good tip is just self-love and taking care of the self yeah. and not feeling like you are missing or lacking something but it is there and you can't attract it naturally and easily Sorry, Bug came by. She lives. Um, <laughs> she lives in the swamp, so I feel like this is gonna happen. Oh no! <laughs> I feel like another part of a abandonment, and when someone is clearly telling you, you know, this isn't the attraction that I'm also reflecting back to you, is that we can't be mad at people for not wanting us back. Yeah, yeah. that is not fair. We should be thankful for the clarity and let them go. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, no. who are you to say, you must like me, mm-hmm. you friend with me? Yeah. I've had those situations with people, um, we were talking earlier, where people would, like, try to pressure me to be their friend. It was very, very strange. That sounds, I will never forget in eighth grade, somebody tried to fight me, because <laughs> I, and I knew, I could feel this was a setup. This girl was friends with this new girl, and she was like, you like her? And I think I was like, I mean, I don't really know. I just don't have a good feeling. I don't, but at the same time, I don't really know her like that. I remember being, like, super honest. I was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, she was clearly problematic. Clearly. It wasn't okay. like she was coming in, sweet new girl. She was clearly problematic. So the girl came down to me and was like, um, I heard you didn't like me. I was like, so we'll fight after school. I was like, okay. So, <laughs> so like, I didn't want to fight, but I also wasn't. I was gonna meet her where we at, we were at. So I just like stood around there. It never happened. Whatever. Like three months later, we're like best friends. That mm-hmm. happens to a lot of people. It's weird. <laughs> they end up befriending the strangest people. But I think it's their that person's way of like probably initially really liking me, being attracted to me, and if rejection is there, they're like, "You rejected me." No, and they're like, "Wait, no." <laughs> It was cute. It was eighth grade. I, I just moved here from Jersey too. I'm like, damn! I thought y'all don't fight here. Like everybody fights. In Jersey, you know, like damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, it's a whole other area. <laughs> yes. Okay. I love you guys so much, Astro Team Podcast. This was so great. I actually feel a lot lighter. Yeah, we did close yeah. some stuff on here. That was the <laughs> intention to release. We did say that before. We were oh, like, nice. okay, the intention is to release, to release. Mm-hmm. old abandonment. And with the new moon, we're going to mm-hmm. implement new ways of being in charge of self. 
mm-hmm. having our own identity even within intimate partnerships yeah that resonates and uh, yeah. sometimes um that translate and translates in if you're not ready to speak about something you're not ready to confront it tell that person i'm not ready yet yeah to be honest with your i'll come back be patient. i love you but there's a space <laughs> Yay! Um, I want to leave an affirmation, and then maybe you guys can leave an affirmation. Okay. Let's do that. <sighs> I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. <laughs> I am safe. I am guided. I am protected. I have everything I need. The abundant universe is open to me. I am secure. I am taken care of. I believe in myself. Yay. (laughs) Alright guys. Love you so much. And again, check out all your information in the podcast info. And we will see you real soon. Enjoy your new moon. Blessings.